Hi guys, and welcome back to Sweat Thrive Glow. Today, we are going to talk about relationship non-negotiables. My name is Katie Dudley. I am the host and voice behind the blog and brand, the Pilates Blonde Turned Podcast. This was inspired by the Q&A that I, like box that I put on my Instagram story. I'm still getting questions in. It's about noon on Wednesday, so I only posted it a few hours. So I want you guys to take the next few hours to fill it out. Um, And then I'm going to record it probably Sunday night. So if you're listening to this after that box expires, you can always slide my DMs with any and all questions that you may have. But this one was a really fun exercise for me to sit down and do and just really analyze my relationship non-negotiables. And here's the thing. You could totally do this with any genre of of relationship because we have them all day, every day. Maybe you need to make a list of non-negotiables for the relationship that you have with the guy at Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe you told him no sugar and he keeps adding in sugar and you need to redefine the relationship. Maybe you need to move to a different donut shop. I don't know. Um, So I chose three different, I guess, categories of relationships that I wanted to work on or define and address as examples for you guys. And I'm really, really excited about it. This was fun for me. So I chose family, friendships, and significant other. And the cool thing about relationships is even if you are in a relationship or have been in a relationship, for example, I've been in a relationship with my parents for 26 and a half years, not entirely half, like 26 and one quarter years. We're always constantly redefining our relationship and talking about and addressing boundaries where they need to go. The boundaries that I had when I was a toddler are very different than the boundaries that I have at 26. Does that make sense? So even if a relationship is a constant, you always can adjust and shift boundaries and level set with new expectations in every single chapter of life, which is super duper cool, right? So you can't always choose the people that are around you, right? Like let's circle back to high school and college with group projects and your professor would assign them and you would like literally make your butthole tight because you hated working with Susie. Like Susie sneezes a lot and there's nothing you can do. You just have to work with her, right? But you can ask her to sneeze into a tissue. You can ask her for changed behavior and therefore asking for changed behavior, you change the relationship. Amazing, right? Okay, so I wrote down three non-negotiables that apply for all of the types of relationships in my life. And that's honesty, trust, and communication. I feel like those are so basic, like pumpkin spice latte, Ugg boots, and one of those like blanket scarf things, like level of non-negotiables, but it's true. I need honesty. Always tell me the truth. You don't have to be a bitch about it, but like tell me, tell me the truth. Um, trust. I need to know that my people have my back and that they're not talking about me negatively or doing something that would really hurt me. Well, I choked on my tongue. We're okay. Um, I don't edit these guys. I don't know if you guys could tell. Anyway, um, I need to trust my people and then open communication. Feedback is always a gift. Share your feelings, talk things out, get it all out on the table so we can address issues, small issues before they turn into big issues. So then I broke it down to the things that I expect from my family. And I expect support and strength. They are my foundation, right? Your family is your first relationship. You 
turn to your family first in the way that I was raised. I was raised very, very closely with my cousins. We live an hour and a half away from them. However, I was raised like my cousin, especially the one who's three months older than me, like he and I are siblings. And if I called any of my older cousins up right this second, they for sure would drop what they were doing to help me. And we were very much raised as like one family unit. Like we were very, very fortunate. My aunts, my uncles, my cousins, my brothers, my parents. I'm very, very fortunate that I don't have family like issues. I don't have trauma. Like I look forward to hanging out with my cousins. When there's a family party, we all get super duper excited because I think that they are the funniest people on the planet and I just have the best time with them and I can learn so much from them and I just value my relationships with them. So for family, I'm looking for support and strength and unconditional, unwavering love. And then for friendships, I am not going to lie to you. Friendships, especially female friendships, are very difficult for me. In a friend, I'm looking for substance and I'm looking for accountability. I want to know the depths of your soul. And when I say depths of your soul, I don't mean on the bottom of your shoe. I mean the content of your character. I I just don't love the surface level BS. Look at how adorable your skirt is. Nonsense. And well, if a friend has a cute skirt, I'm going to tell her. But I also like don't care as much as if they're like a good person, if that makes sense. And I found in a lot of especially female friendships is what I'm focusing on in this conversation is there's just so much noise that comes into it. And I don't know, emotion and just gossip. And I don't love it. Like, uh, count me out of that conversation. Just check, please. I don't need it. Um, I'm just not okay with competition in friendships. And if I start to sense that a friend feels the need to compete with me, I'm going to bow out because I don't need to win that badly. Um, If they need to win and they need to beat me, that's totally fine. They're more than welcome to. I'm not here for competition. I'm here for collaboration. And so I think that that is something that's really difficult in female friendships. I don't know why there's an underlying competition. I just don't love it. So I will bow out of any friendship and go from friends to acquaintances if I think that that is something that's on the horizon or something brewing because I don't want to instill that feeling in anybody. Like I don't want some for me to walk in the room and for somebody to be like, I need to be my best self to impress her or I need to be better than her. I just don't love that. Um, So I'm looking for accountability and I'm looking for substance. I'm looking for somebody who knows and acknowledges that I have flaws because I know and I acknowledge that I have flaws and I'm looking for someone who, when I tell them I'm working on something, if I start to slack, isn't going to be mean about it, but is going to be like, hey, you asked me to hold you accountable to this behavior um, and you're starting to slip back into old habits. What can I do to help you facilitate the change that you asked me for? That's the kind of friendship that I crave, that I cherish, that I prioritize. I probably have five of those. Yeah, I would say five. Um, And I keep them very, very tight. And then I probably have another like five or six friends that are like on the outer circle of that. So um, just like one off where I don't share my deepest, darkest secrets or my deepest flaws. 
um, but I still share a significant amount with them. And then the rest of my people are my acquaintances, and I try very hard to be an open book across all channels of relationships, but I definitely have a handful that I keep very, very tight to my chest. And then I had so much fun writing out my non-negotiables for a significant other because they've definitely shifted a lot in the last probably year. Um, And some things that are really important to me weren't important to me a year ago. And before I talk about them, I do want to say that I don't date to date. I'm not somebody who like dates around and dates multiple people. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just can't do it. It's just not authentic to me. And I don't date anybody that I don't see myself like ending up with. If there's no potential for like lifelong happiness, I'm not going to invest my time or my energy. And I, because I don't want to string somebody along and I would hope that somebody else wouldn't want to string me along. So if it's not there, it's just not. So that is that. Um, and Your significant other is the person who you share your most vulnerable moments with. It should be filterless and open and honest, and you should have next level communication with your significant other. And then I wrote down two words that I think are the most important to me. Now, I think your significant other should be honest and trustworthy. And here's the thing. That my significant other needs to have all of the other pillars that I expect in my family and my friendships and then taken to another level. So I'm still looking for substance and accountability and honesty and trust and communication and support and strength. But I'm also looking for somebody who's passionate. If they don't have something that gets them to jump out of bed in the morning when their alarm goes off, count me out. I need somebody who is passionate about what they do. I need somebody who is driven. If you are not hardworking and you cannot match my energy and my hustle, homeboy's got to go. Like, I don't have time for that. Absolutely not. RSVP, heck no to that. No, thank you. Um, I need somebody who's on my level and who's working just as hard as I am because if not, I am going to be hella resentful and that is not a good thing. And then this one's new for me. I want to be priority number three. Does that make sense? I'm not. So I want to be priority number three. I need my significant other to believe in a higher power. And I don't care what higher power it is. Um, I don't care if it's the universe. I don't care if it's God. I don't care if it's uh, Jumanji. I don't really know. Maybe not Jumanji. That would be fucking weird. Anyway, they need to believe in something bigger than themselves, that there is a higher power, that they are not the end all be all, that they are not God's gift to me. Um, and then I need them to prioritize themselves and not in a superficial way, but in a working on themselves way and working on a lot of personal development and reading and writing. And I don't know, like really diving into who they are as a person and always on a journey for self-improvement. If I am constantly trying to better myself, my partner needs to constantly be trying to better themselves. And then I can be priority number three. So as long as they believe in something that's higher than them, that they're working on themselves, then they can make me priority at number three. And that's really, really, really important to me because I think if those first two cups are empty, then there's no way that they could help fill up my cup. And then I wrote that he needs to be family oriented. He needs to want children and we need to have a lifestyle that is cohesive, meaning he can't be 
I don't want to say this in a superficial way, but he can't be like a slob kebab sitting on the couch with like potato chip crumbs down his shirt, um, sitting on the couch watching a 72-hour marathon on pythons or something. Like I need somebody who is up and working out and driven and getting shit done and I don't know, just not lazy. Like I can't deal with a lazy person. And if somebody is living a lazy lifestyle, I'm thank you next. Like I just can't do it. So those are kind of my non-negotiables across the board for all of my relationships. And I do have a few others, but those are like ones that I'm keeping to my chest to like manifest for myself. Um, yeah, this was a fun exercise for me. I highly, highly, highly encourage it. Um, if you guys are listening to this before Sunday and you didn't get the chance to write a question in the question box, you can always send me a question in my DMs on Instagram and I can add it to the podcast. Um, I'm going to record Tuesday's episode on Sunday. All right, guys, I hope you guys have the best day. Make good choices. Look both ways. Love you the most.